Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. With us from the 2017 Project is Jeff Anderson. Jeff, you've written more for the Weekly Standard about Obamacare than probably anyone else. So I wanted to get your reaction to the kind of kerfuffle of the last 48 hours where suddenly Jonathan Gruber, this MIT wonk who helped create Romney Care and then Obamacare, is now all over the media for saying that the stupidity of the American people was a key part of the legislative success for this law. Yeah, yeah. so Gruber said that uh, the, because of the stupidity of the American voter, the, uh, the law had to be passed on the basis of, of lies. That uh, He says the lack of transparency is a is a big political advantage. And, I mean, it's a, a pretty amazing claim to make overtly, to make openly. I don't think he was expecting to be caught on camera, but, but he was, and so he's gotten plenty of attention. And apparently he said this multiple times, or at least two videos of him making the comment. But this is what's interesting to me, Jeff. Can you really say the American people are stupid when millions of us were saying from the beginning, we see right through this? For example, he says in one of the uh, comments that if people knew it was transferring money from the healthy to the sick, they would never support it. Well, we knew that from the beginning, didn't we? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think the American people have seen through this from the start. And I think that Republicans tend to forget they won the debate on, on Obamacare back in 2009 and 2010. And, and that victory is, is alive and well. Nothing has changed since then. The American people don't want this thing. I and mean, the, the latest example, obviously, is, is just last week when it, Obamacare was the biggest issue in this election. It was the thing Republicans ran the most ads about all the way through to the end. And, and obviously it was uh, not a good night for Obamacare or, or those who passed it. But I think from the start, Americans, you know, they were told, oh, this will lower your health costs, it'll, um, it, it won't raise the deficit, it'll, it'll actually um, reduce the deficit. If you like your plan, you can keep it. Um, the website will work just like Expedia. It'll only cost about $900 billion. I mean, and on every point, they, we found that it's false, and, and, and pretty much from the start on every point, the American public knew they were be, being sold a bill of goods and, and didn't buy any of it, and, and that's why they've never wanted it and now want it to be repealed and replaced with a genuine alternative. And this is my question, is where is the line between lying and just plain old-fashioned incompetence? For example, President Obama knew when he said, if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor, that that was not true. He knew for a fact because it had been printed repeatedly in the Weekly Standard and the Wall Street Journal and elsewhere that people were going to, by definition, they would absolutely be forced from their current health care providers which, or health care insurance, which means it's going to impact their providers and on and on. He knew that wasn't true. But things like the website, for example, they didn't lie. They just really didn't know how to apparently... Build a website. No, that's true. I mean, I do think it's two different categories. I mean, Obama knew good and well he was selling something that wasn't wasn't true to the American people as he went around the country and acted like this was uh, just a few, a few simple consumer protections here. You know, don't look at the other twenty seven hundred pages. It's not actually a major effort. It, it's not a government power grab. I mean, a lot of this was clear deceit, but. You're right. I think I think he was deluded into thinking that oh, government government can do anything, and certainly it can at least set up a website, and and it'll be just like Expedia.com. And anybody who's who's ever gone to Expedia, I think it would would, would beg to differ. And uh, it's a, it's a lot more like uh, the DMV uh, experience is, is what we've gotten, and, and not too surprisingly. I, I I think you're insulting the DMV, Jeff, which is amazing given how awful they are. I mean, think about this: two billion dollars ballpark figure we've spent on healthcare.gov. We have the new rollout starting, and the old rollout still doesn't work fully. You still can't go from front to back, 
shop, buy, pay, and confirm that you're paid on the uh, website now. And we're going into a new era. When they passed it in March of 2010 and then couldn't get the website working by by the fall of 2013, I'm, I'm not too shocked that another year hasn't been enough time for them. But here's what really frustrates me. I, you know, I, I lived in Boston for eight years. I, I know the, you know, Jonathan Gruber's of the world and the, you know, the uh, Ivy League, you know, elites. We're here to govern you. But to have this guy talking about how stupid the American people are, when this guy and the team around him have committed one of the biggest, dumbest foul-ups in political history, they got virtually everything wrong from, as you pointed out, is it going to add to the deficit? No. Yes, it does. Is it going to drive costs down? No. Wrong. It does. I mean, it drives costs up. Uh, how many people are going to sign up for it? 15 million, 12 million, 9 million. Every, at every step of the way, Jeff, they have been factually incorrect. I refuse to be called stupid by this group of clueless dummies. I'm sorry. They haven't earned the right yet. Well, I think what he really means is that you're, you're stupid not to think he should be in control. You know, the, the whole, the real, their goal all the way here is this is an effort to, to consolidate, consolidate and centralize power in Washington. And, and, and by controlling a sixth of the economy, it'll soon be a fifth of the economy, they can go a long way toward controlling every aspect of Americans' lives. And so that's the real goal here. And in terms of, of achieving that, they've, you know, they've, they've, uh, they've done pretty well for the time being, although the way they're, uh, their, their allies in, in the House and the Senate are dropping, dropping like flies. It's, uh, I mean, I think, I think the trajectory is, is very much there for, for this thing to ultimately be repealed and, like I say, replaced with a conservative alternative like, like the one we've put forward here at the 2017 Project. But, um, you know, that, that is their goal. So um, I, guess, I guess that's what he'd really say deep down is that you're stupid for not sharing the goal of having him be in charge of everything. I don't know. I also think that one of the premises of Obamacare is that a large swath of the American public is fundamentally incompetent. They really don't make the right decisions. I remember President Obama said at one point, you just can't drive the car you want to drive and set the thermostat where you want to set the thermostat. You know, in other words, you we, we can't leave these decisions to you. You're going to have to do what we tell you to do. And isn't that one of the, the most, at, at, its, at its guts, at its base, isn't Obamacare declaration that, look, you people don't know the right health insurance that you really need, which is why we've killed all these plans because they were not the plans you should have had. And here's the system that you ought to have. And now sit down and eat your spinach. Exactly. I mean, I think you're right on, Michael. I mean, the ruling class needs to make these decisions for you. He needs to tell you how things will be. And I, I love his reference. I'm basically what he's saying in, his, in the comments he got caught making, that Gruber got caught making, is that they needed to use a a series of noble lies to pass Obamacare, and, and, and that evokes the great noble lie in, in Plato's Republic, for those who are familiar with that, uh, that work, one of the great foundational texts in the, in the whole Western canon, canon. And the noble lie there is that people are born with gold, silver, and, and bronze souls, and now we have Obamacare with gold, silver, and bronze plans, and <laughs> it required a noble lie to pass it. And in both cases, the, the goal is to have as much of society as possible be put under the, the thumb of government. Uh, so where do we go from here? First of all, I guess the, the question is, will more and more revelations along the line of we really didn't tell you the truth? And I think that's pretty established. I think, I think the if you like your doctor, you can keep it is shorthand for all of the deception. And this just adds to that. Do you think it gives any more impetus for change? And secondly, what do you expect from the new Republican leadership 
Will there be a Ted Cruz-like you know, vote up or down on your appealing Obamacare outright that the president will, of course, then veto? Or will there be uh, targeted items like you know, passing a, a measure making it illegal to subsidize an insurance company's losses through the Obamacare system or ending the medical device tax or ending the individual mandate? Well, that's, I think that's a lot of what Republicans are trying to work out. I, I think they're... They need to focus their, uh, I think they should focus their targeted votes on things that actually provide relief for Americans while undermining Obamacare, not improving it. And so I think they should be going after the insurer bailout and the individual mandate, these things that Americans not only hate, but that are really important to Obamacare's functioning. And uh, rather than doing things to try to improve it, like changing the number of, of hours that you can work and be qualified as a full-time employee or, or categorized as a full-time employee or even, you know, the, the medical device tax. I mean, repealing that is basically just a minor improvement of 2,700 pages of, of federal largesse. And, um, but beyond that, the bigger question of repealing the whole thing, I mean, I'm sure there will be a repeal vote. It seems to be up in the air whether there will be a, an effort to do that through the reconciliation process um, to avoid having to get 60 votes in the Senate. But I think in the background of all this, the big, big question that there's not a lot of talk about, unfortunately, is that Republicans have got to put forward an alternative. And, I mean, the key to get to full repeal of Obamacare is to have an alternative ready to slot in and, and put in its place. And, uh, you know, without that, Obama can just say, oh, you know, Republicans want to take us back to the days when insurance companies controlled everything. And, and, and that's, not, that's not the equation that... Uh, the GOP or conservatives should be uh, should be welcoming. I mean, it's time to put forward a, a genuine alternative to Obamacare, like the one that uh, Ed Gillespie ran on, and almost to, you know in, in his campaign that almost resulted in a huge upset of Mark Warner. Uh, which brings us to the last question, Jeff. Which is, if you could get the Republicans to target, like you said, one of those areas, which area would be the best a specific change to target that would open the door? For a repeal, you know, what I'm saying that it would actually kind of start laying the foundation for the replacement that uh, Ed Gillespie and you and others have been talking about. Well, I don't think there's really any one. I mean, you can't, you can't really. The only way to get rid of this thing, it was passed comprehensively. It's got to be repealed comprehensively. And so, taking shots at it's only going to do so much. It's really more a matter of, of of making sure that Americans are continually reminded of their own good judgment in rejecting this thing from the start. And I, so I think highlighting the things that are most egregious, and, and the three that stand out to me are uh, the insurer bailout, uh, the Obamacare insurer bailout that taxpayers get to finance so that Obama can uh, retain this cozy alliance with his insurance allies. Um, secondly, the individual mandate, which people have hated from the start, and is, and is key to Obamacare's functioning. And three, thirdly, the uh, a much more underreported thing that Obamacare effectively banned doctors from owning hospitals or expanding the hospitals they do have, which is just pure, ugly, crony capitalism. And I think Republicans should go after that one and show that they stand with doctors and not with insurance companies. So I guess really the only question remains, Jeff, is then what do we need to lie about so that we can get your plan through the U.S. Senate for these (laughs) dummy voters? Any suggestions? Well, fortunately, it really doesn't require any lying. It's it's very straightforward. That, that can't be right. That can't be right. We we, we got to talk again about this in the future. It's, it, this is politics. <laughs> that can't possibly be true. Jeff Anderson uh, with the uh, 2017 Project. Thanks so much for joining us for this Weekly Standard podcast. Thanks, Michael. You've been listening to the Weekly Standard podcast. Please be sure to check weeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.